Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Tuesday, January the 24th, 2023. As always, I give God thanks for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. It is always indeed an honor and a blessing to pray with you and for you between the sweet hour of prayer between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. We come together as brothers and sisters, believers in Christ to exalt our God, to give him glory, to give him honor, to give him praise, to worship him. Why? Because the Bible says that if he be lifted up, he would draw all men unto him. And in drawing them, we know that no man can come unless they be drawn. And so when we pray, when we lift up God, we are expecting a move of God. We are believing God and we are taking God at his word. We go to God because we know, hallelujah, there is nothing too hard for him. We go to God because we know that he is the God of the impossible. We go to God because we know that in his presence, when we soak in his presence, there is the fullness of joy. When we go to God, we know and we soak in his presence that there is peace that surpasses all understanding. All hell can be breaking loose around us. But yet, when we get in the presence of God, there is peace. We go to God because no matter what, we know that joy is coming right? That joy is coming. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. Morning may not, my morning time may not be your morning time. My night season may be just a night, literally, but somebody else's night season may be 10 years. But whenever the night season ends, we know that joy is coming. Joy is on the way because this book, the living word of God, not only does it breathe life into us, but it allows us to stand on the promises of of God promises that he would never leave us nor forsake us promises hallelujah where he said that he has given us everything according to life and godliness <laughs> hallelujah promises that said the Lord is our shepherd that we shall not want promises that with everlasting life he would satisfy us <laughs> Hallelujah. Promises that say those who hope in him will not be disappointed. We have promises on this Tuesday morning. Go get your promise. I don't know what you're believing God for. And maybe you're not believing God for anything. You just need more of him. <laughs> you just need more of him. Then know that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So if you just need more of him, 
If you, if, and not that that's a just because he's more than enough, but if, if you're not asking for some of the things that people ask God for and you just want to soak in his presence, know that in the soaking, there is a reward. In the soaking, there are some promises that you're going to get just because you're in relationship with God. Just because you are in relationship with the one that has the world in the palm of his hands. Hallelujah. On this morning, because I can, woo, I, I get excited when I talk about God. I really do. I feel like sometimes this isn't even me because I know it's not. It's my spirit that gets excited about God because I know, I know who I, I know who I serve. I know what he's capable of. And I trust him on today. Everything is not what I want it to be. And it probably will never be that way. But God knows what I need. And I trust him to supply all of my needs. All of them. My emotional needs. My financial needs. My spiritual needs. My mental needs. My physical needs. My financial needs. All of my needs according to his riches. Not the riches of my job, not the riches of my friends, not the riches that I even think that I can get for myself according to his riches in glory. We serve a rich father. There's nothing broke about him. Hallelujah. But I wanted to talk to you and pray with you about first Kings. And I'm going to be quick because already I can just go in all day about God. But in first Kings chapter one. We learn about David's son, Adonijah. And I'm going to talk about him briefly before I pray about our children because the Bible gives us insight into what gets some of our kids in trouble. Notice I didn't say all of our kids, but some of our, some of our kids, because we know, I'm sure all of us know some kids that were brought up in what we might perceive as the perfect home. The dad is in his right place. The mom is in her right place. They're married. They've been married. You know, um, the, the, the order is there in terms of what God ordained marriage to be. You know, they instill the love of God into their children. They walk that out in front of them. And yet out of the four kids, you got three that walked a straight and narrow way and you got one who just did things on their own. And so you're thinking, I I don't understand that. How is that possible? But we know that it happens. That's why we pray for our children in spite of what we might think is the perfect household or in spite of what we might think is a broken home. It doesn't matter. We have to lift our children up. But here in 1 Kings chapter 1, verse 5 says, Now Adonijah, whose mother was Haggith, put himself forward and said, I will be king. So he got chariots and horses ready with 50 men to run ahead of him. His father had never interfered with him by asking, Why do you behave as you do? He was also very handsome and was born next after Absalom. Now I want you to finish reading First Kings, but I want to tell you there's a few things I want to put uh, pull out to you about what's going on with some of our children. There's an absent father in the lives of some of our children. Number one, David was there. Now, mind you, 
we know that David sinned and there were some things that, that, you know, God told David that the sword will never leave your house based on David's sin of adultery. However, the Bible also said his father had never interfered with him. See, sometimes, and I'm just going to say this and we're going to pray. Sometimes we think we can't correct our children because maybe we didn't do everything right. Well, can I tell somebody today you're not perfect? Can I tell a young person who may be married or even doesn't have children, when you have them, you won't be perfect. You won't be. You'll make mistakes. You'll say some things. You'll do some things. You may even be absent for a while for whatever reason. But nonetheless, you still have a responsibility to correct your children when they are wrong. The Bible says he never asked him, why do you behave as you do? So, well, you know what that tells me? He let him do whatever he wanted to do, which is why he thought he could just name himself king, even though that was not the order. Our children cannot do what they want to do. They have to be corrected. They have to be led. And you might say as a parent, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do this. Where's your village? Get your village. Whether that's grandma, whether that's uh, Paul Paul, that's what my kids call my, uh, my father. Whether that's aunties, get your village. And it says, the Bible says his father had never interfered. Get in your kids' business. There's an expectation that parents get in their kids' business. My kids try to tell me the other day because sometimes if they get mail, I'll open it. They'll, they, uh, my youngest daughter, she tries to be funny. She said, well, you know that's against the law. And I told her, if it comes to my house and you're still a minor, it's my mail. And some, somebody might disagree with me on that. But I need to know what's coming here. I need to know who's coming here. My oldest daughter, when she went on her first date, uh, the guy who came in, I told him, I need to see your driver's license. And I took a picture of it. And I sent it to her dad. And somebody might be listening to me and say, well, you know what, Danita, you're doing too much. But guess what? If we don't correct, if we don't correct our children, we can be responsible for their death. And what I mean by that, the Bible says that if you punish them, they will not die. Here's what I'm thinking about. I'd rather say, young man, let me get your license. So I know who my child is with, or at least, God forbid, if something happens, I can give the police a starting place to go. Then for them to say, I don't know, she just left. I would just let her go out with these random people, and I don't know. Now, mind you, I know things still happen, but we still have a part to play. Then it says he was also very handsome. Which means sometimes we think our kids are too cute to punish. I'm still surprised at the number of social media things that I see of little girls, cute little girls, cute little boys, doing things that as a grown woman, I wouldn't do. But because they're cute, we won't correct them. And yet we wonder why we see 
some of the things we see out here in the streets that can't nobody say nothing to your child because your child at 8, 9, 10 years old will curse out an adult person. And then the parent, instead of getting on the child for being out of order, then the parent will come and try to fight you with the child. Now, I don't, I don't believe you talk to people's kids any type of way. Now, that is something folks have to work on. But I do believe we have to interfere in our children's lives. And we've got to start asking them questions and holding them accountable. Holding them accountable for being the young men and the young women that we know that God called them to be. And somebody might be saying, well, Danita, what if I made a mistake? What if I wasn't the parent that I should not have been? Then you know what? You ask God to forgive you and you start today being the parent that you know God would have you to be. And what if your child doesn't accept that? Then you pray for them and you continue to be the parent that God would have you to be. Better to punish them and they not die than to not punish them and allow them to die out here in the streets. The devil is a liar. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we magnify your name on this morning, oh God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. God, we thank you on this morning for covering our children on today, oh God. We plead the blood of Jesus over them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, hallelujah, God, we rebuke Hallelujah. In Jesus name, we rebuke the spirit of Adonijah in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the spirit of Adonijah. Oh God. Hallelujah. Where are children put themselves in positions that they should not be in where our children assert themselves in grown folks business oh god and they're still immature hallelujah we rebuke the spirit of adonijah in the name of jesus the spirit that says i'm cute the spirit that says can't nobody tell me nothing the spirit that says mama and daddy i know more than you we rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For it is a rebellious spirit. And God, your word said that rebellion is like witchcraft. Hallelujah. So we rebuke the spirit in Jesus name. Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, oh God, that there would be a quickening over every parent under the sound of my voice, that there would be a quickening in them now, oh God, to interfere in their children's business, that there would be a quickening in them now, oh God, to check cell phone text messages, oh God, to get into their children's history, oh God, to go in their children's room, oh God, and sometimes 
just look around. Sometimes, oh God, that they would just go in and just look around. Oh God, that there would be a quickening in the parents under the sounds of my voice and the grandparents and the aunties and uncles, oh God, who are a part of the village, that there would be a quickening in their spirit, oh God, to start asking, who's your friend? Hallelujah. To start asking what your grades looking like and get online and see how their children are performing in school, that there would be a quickening in their spirit, oh God, to reach out to the teachers, hallelujah, and ask about their children's work habits in the name name of Jesus. Oh God, let there be a quickening in every parent's spirit in the name of Jesus that when their sons and daughters ask to go places, hallelujah, that they would call and speak to a parent, speak to an adult before they drop them off over somebody's house. Oh God, that they would go in, introduce themselves, hallelujah, exchange numbers, hallelujah, let the other adult know, call me anytime in the name of Jesus. Oh God, let there be a quickening in the parent's spirit, oh God. Hallelujah, to not drink with their children, to not smoke with their children, oh God. Hallelujah, but to let their children know that I am the parent. Hallelujah, and you are the child. In the name of Jesus, for the word of God says, Honor thy mother and thy father, and thy days shall be longer. Let there be, O oh God, even for adult children, a mutual respect, O oh God. You can't smoke in my house. You can't drink in my house. Hallelujah. You can't bring any and everybody in my house. In the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of Adonijah on this morning, oh God, that is ruling and resting over our children. The spirit that wants to do what it wants to do. The spirit, oh God, that comes in and says, I am king. I am the woman of this house. I am the father of this house. Hallelujah. And they can't even pay the bills. Oh God, we need you on this morning. Oh God. Hallelujah. Get us back into that mindset that we have to correct our children for your word says, oh God, hallelujah, to spare the rod, you'll spoil the child. We don't need any more spoiled children, oh God, but we need sanctified children. We need holy children, hallelujah. We need children who are set apart. We need children who are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. For God, your word said that our sons and daughters shall prophesy in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we come against premature death right now in the name of Jesus because of the spirit of Adonijah that is running rapid in the earth. Many of our children are dying too young and too soon, oh God. Hallelujah. Help us on today, oh God, to not just see our children as cute, but help us, oh God, to see our children, hallelujah, as productive members of this world. Help us on today, oh God, to see our children growing old, hallelujah. Help us on today, oh God, to see our children married with families, hallelujah, doing well for themselves in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, because we know, oh God, hallelujah, you're not too fond of cute. 
Hallelujah. But said, oh God, you want to see us Christ-like. Not cute, but Christ-like. In the name of Jesus. God sin. Hallelujah. Three, a minimum of three in 2023, oh God, to young men and young women, oh God, who are mothers and fathers. For you said, oh God, that the older women would teach the younger women. Oh God, let men rise up. Hallelujah. Godly men who would go and teach other men to be fathers. Hallelujah. And interfere in the lives of their sons. In the name of Jesus, in spite of if they're with the mother, in spite of, oh God, if they got a good relationship with the mother, it's about the child, oh God. Help us to remember it's about the child. Oh God, we thank you for this word on this morning, oh God. As parents get refocused, don't let us get too busy with our careers. Don't let us get too busy with our agendas. Don't let us get uh, too busy with our me time, oh God, that our children go into, into, uh, into seclusion and access things that they don't have no business looking at or have no business doing, oh God. Bring about an awareness to parents, oh God, so that they can interfere, hallelujah, and they can ask their children questions Get us back to the place, oh God, where we are asking our children, where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you going to be with? What time are you going to be home? What's the child's number? What's the name of the place or the location? Hallelujah. Who's going to be there? Why do you think you should go? Oh God, help us to get back to asking questions of our children. Help us to get back to asking questions of our children. Where did you get that backpack from? Where did those new shoes come from? Where did that money come from? Help us get back to asking questions of our children, oh God. Hallelujah. And expose anything that needs to be exposed in the lives of our children. Don't let us remain ignorant. Hallelujah. To what our children are doing, oh God. Because it's a setup from the enemy, oh God. Expose the enemy. Hallelujah. Who desires to sift our children as wheat. Expose the enemy, oh God. Hallelujah. Let us continue to pray for our children. Hallelujah. God, protect our children. Oh God, we love you on today, God. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, oh God. For protecting our children, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus over our children on this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.